Hello and welcome to the Commander Boys Podcast. Our names are Manny and Andrew, and this is a podcast of two best friends talking about their lives and opinions because, hey, nobody asked for them. Our podcast name comes from the Myers-Briggs personality test where the ENTJ personality, which we both found out, is another thing we have in common in our friendship. Now, with all that being said, let's take command and get on to it. How's it going, buddy? Uh, it's going pretty good, pretty good. Yeah? What you got for me? I saw a trailer today. A trailer that, today. Yeah, it was it was fantastic. Okay. It's, it's possibly one of the greatest movies I've ever seen, and I haven't even seen it yet. Okay, VeggieTales the movie. Right, right. Florida the movie. Florida. Now, that's not what it's called, but it, it's it's essentially Florida the movie. So let me let me pitch this to you. This is the elevator pitch. Are you ready? Yeah. So it's your typical disaster movie opener, right? Okay. So it's a daughter trying to rescue her dad because there's a Category 5 hurricane about to hit South Florida. Hmm. And so they're saying, evacuate the city. Let's get everybody out. It's going to flood. Her dad's not getting out. So she has to go and get her dad out of there. She drives and panics, and the whole opening scene is her like freaking out, getting to the house. She gets there... And the dad is in his subterranean layer basement. Now, I know everybody in Florida is aware that all of Florida has basements. Every even, single one of them. Right. Even though most of them are built on or slightly below the water level, they're perfect for basements. Also, the basement, for some reason, connects to the sewer system. Like, I'm talking manhole-sized, full-grown walking pace like i don't have to bend over at all to get into these tunnels right in real life or just in this trailer well in this trailer for sure i don't know about real life i don't live in florida okay but it's got this whole water level rising when she gets there she's calling dad 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 and she goes downstairs into the basement and she sees her dad trapped behind some pipes which is not very clear about how he got back there in the first place because he can't get out and the water level is rising. Not only that, he's got bloody handprints all over the pipes and he's got a big wound in his side, right? Mm -hmm. Side wound. Right, side wound. And so you're like, what happened here? I thought this was just a disaster movie. But no, it's secretly another Jaws-esque movie because what's the biggest threat in Florida? Gators. So giant oh, okay. alligators I, I see where this is going are now. attacking this family in their house and they have to get out, but they can't get out out because the gators are out there at the water level is slowly rising. So there's our ticking clock, right? And so they're on the roof waving, you know, hey, come here, help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. And the, the people that are rescuing people are coming in on the boat and the one opens the things like, hey, Dale, we got two of them out here. And then all of a sudden the big gator mouth just goes Argh! and grabs them. And it's like, oh my gosh, it's the best movie. My only complaint so far about everything I've seen is that the daughter and the father are two of the most attractive people I've ever seen. Now, I'm not saying everybody from Florida is but ugly. I am saying that that is the meth capital of the world, Isn't and at least one of them should be missing some teeth. Isn't your girlfriend from Florida? My girlfriend is absolutely from Florida, and it's amazing. <laughs> 
Look, is she I, is she a meth head? She is not a meth head. Not but, yet. Not yet. That's why we're getting her to Texas. Right before before the conversion. Right before the conversion. Before happens. the ceremony <laughs> happens when she's twenty seven. Where twenty seven Floridians come together, they bring it all the meth on your twenty seventh birthday. Oh yeah, oh, meth head. Right. Exactly. exactly. Which, by the way, that's a new trailer. That's another pitch for a movie. Yeah, different movie entirely. Same world. Extended right. universe. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah. Just like we're all building. Antho- you know? Anthology series. That's right, what right, it is. right, right. We could call it the meth first. Mm-hmm. So, like, okay, that sounds hilarious, by the way, this whole movie. but And when that's you... the best part. They're pitching it so straight. Like, they're not pitching this as a comedy. This is not like Sharknado where they knew it was a stupid idea and they just went with it. This is like full serious be scared. Mm. Yeah, no. <laughs> no, I don't want that. Uh, and he had my hopes up. He really did because you were talking about a disaster movie and I had it in my head, stereotypical disaster trailer of how like there's some old school 80s or maybe 70s hard rock playing in the background and and it's just like going hard, going hard. And then it's just like, oh, it's, it's gators. So here's the other gators. factors in this movie. I'm pretty sure the daughter is immortal because she, right. she dies at least three times in the That's trailer. That's just the alone. myth. <laughs> right. So it's not immortality. She it's gets to the house. Me. She escapes the gator the first time. But her dad's yelling through this hole in the wall which I assume is a glory hole because it's Florida. and so Glory a, hole in the wall. There's a hole in the wall, and only they can talk through it, but they can't really do anything else through it. And she's like, uh, and her dad's like, are you okay? And she's like biting on a flashlight while she's bandaging herself up. Because she's just she got, like, yes, I'm just at work right now, Dad. It's fine. <laughs> and she got like a pipe stuck through her or something, and, but she's totally fine from that. Right. She's back up and around running later few seconds later in the trailer it's a different scene and she falls off the roof onto something and like you can see her like in pain but like apparently that doesn't break her spine or anything and then a few minutes later she's got a pistol we don't know where she got it but florida we'll figure it out later right right and so this gator is coming up and she's like holding it all you know Tomb Raider, James Bond S pose, written ready to shoot it, and all of a sudden the gator comes out and opens its mouth, and she thinks the best place to shoot it is like in his mouth while their arm is down, mm-hmm. and so she sticks her arm in his mouth, right, and then the gator waits patiently and bites down on her arm. Then that's her go ahead to unloose a whole bunch of bullets into the gator after it bites on her. So mouth in gator or hand. And everything, hand, arm, and right, gear. Right, like about least to the elbow, yeah. So that hand's gone. No, no, in the later scene, it's totally fine. Now, no. that may be a later scene or an earlier scene. Mm-hmm. We don't know where it takes place chronologically. Yeah, but IRL. Oh, yeah, IRL. It's scene, gone. Yeah, it's, it's fucking gone. done. Yeah, absolutely. D-U-N-N, done. Like, gone, yeah. Well, I mean, there's even a scene where in the beginning of the trailer, the gator comes through the kitchen window because the water is up high enough and it busts through the kitchen window. First try, no issues, anything like that. And so it's chasing her. It chases her into a bathroom where they have a sliding glass, like semi see-through door. Mm-hmm. 
So she's in the tub. The gator is in the bathroom, and she's got to get the gator around the door into the tub, and she's got to go over it because it's trying to bust against the glass door. And despite the fact that it broke through the kitchen window absolutely effortlessly, sorry, cannot break this super indestructible glass door, right? So then we have a we have her going come and get me you son of and then like the gator bangs up against the and so she waits for it and then it swims around and like it's about to grab her and she jumps over and gets out and shuts the bathroom door because that's totally gonna keep a rampaging gator in also i should note these are not 10 foot 12 foot even 15 foot gators these are like 25 feet long gators these Mm -hmm. are like super gators I would not be surprised if it was like these are Gabers, the Gabers. These are Gabers. <laughs> Hi, welcome. We're the Gabers. <laughs> these are Gators and flown in directly from Chernobyl. Like that's mm-hmm. that's where these Gators were bred, and then they were released on the South Florida. Actually, that's that's a lot for a trailer. <laughs> yeah, it's it's all fantastic. It. Considering that I've never heard of this movie at all, where did you see it? Uh, it was in the trailer for John Wick Three. Now, <laughs> let me understand this. This is a real movie. This is this, a real for a real movie. Okay, so this was in the trailers leading up to the movie John Wick 3. Yes. Not a trailer that was in the movie John Wick 3. Correct. Right. I believe the movie is called like Crawl or Crawling or something like that. Crawl Daddy? Nah. That would be an also good movie. Extended Universe, that takes us with Louisiana. <laughs> Same Crawfish. plot, just in Louisiana. Yeah. Just giant killer crawfish. Right. Mm. You know, you mentioned, like, we started off this whole story with, oh, basement. Florida has a lot of basements. You know what South Texas doesn't have? Basements. Basements. Yeah. I want a basement so bad. But I was talking to Carolyn earlier this week, and we were talking about, like, oh, if we ever got a house together, what would that house consist of? Like, what are your things that you want? Mm. And if money wasn't an option and I could still live here in Texas, basement. Oh, my God. Basement. Like when I lived overseas, uh, Germany, we didn't have a basement, but that was fine. But in Italy, we had a fully finished basement. The only reason why I went upstairs is if we had guests over or if I was going to school. Right. Because downstairs was my room, a restroom, and a living room that had a uh, kitchen inside of it. That's pretty cool. Yeah, so it was like my very own apartment. So I think what we're looking into is like, let's not look for a basement. Money is no object, right? Let's do a full subterranean layer house, right? And we have like our fake house that the guests come over and they don't even know that there's really a basement because it's texas no one in texas when we have our full real house where all of our cool stuff is that way you never have to clean up for guests it's always spit spot it looks like a showroom floor because that's exactly what it is it's a showroom floor that it looks like somebody could live there but no one actually does everybody's down in the basement mm-hmm. no i remember though like my time with the basements were always magical. <laughs> it's like as weird as that sounds, like a non-creepy all, way. All I'm thinking <laughs> is the uh, line from uh, uh, White and Nerdy. It's like spend all my time in the basement with bubble bubble wrap, pop pop. Yeah, but that's different when like you have a fully finished basement because 
here's the fun thing. All of our furniture didn't fit upstairs, which is where everything was supposed to like take place. Right. So I had the full length couch and a recliner <laughs> on top of that. Now, I know this isn't necessarily big anymore, but um, we had a 52 inch TV. Ooh, humble mm-hmm. brag. I know, right? And guess what? That didn't fit in the entertainment unit that we had upstairs. Doggone it. So guess where the big screen TV went? The basement. I guess we can put it in the basement. Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. The basement. How sad. So, so for our non-Texas listeners, all two of you, which, uh, why don't you explain why we don't have basements here? The soil. Like, short short answer? The soil. Long answer, at least here in San Antonio, I can't necessarily speak for um, North Texas or any other part of the state because we have a big state. Right. But um, we have a lot of limestone in our soil, like a lot, like a metric ton. Right. It's it's not fun. You dig a little bit, hit a rock. I was like, oh, okay, maybe that's just this spot right here. Then you go maybe a foot down, another rock. Then two more feet down, another fucking rock. And then rock, the rock, joke's rock, on rock. you. It's all the same rock. Yeah. So it's just, it's not worth it. It really isn't. It's If you are on a fixed budget, there's no way, no uh, way you can affordably make a basement. You can barely make a pool. Well, and on that note... My family installed a pool when we moved in the house that we're in now. And the pool was in a very small backyard. Like, comparatively to the house, the backyard is pretty tiny. This pool is not, like, Olympic size or giant or anything else. And it's not even that deep. The deepest part, I think, is, like, five and a half feet. So, not a very deep pool. Not a very big pool. But it's a nice size pool. It's enough for, like, a few people to be in comfortably. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and it's a nice pool. I love it. Glad we have it. The, Salt of the earth. Right. The, the joke here is when we're installing it, they did a little, they brought out like an x-ray machine for the earth. I don't know what it's called. I don't know. It's just something to excavate it. Right. And so they did the basically land x-ray. They found a slab of limestone that stretches the entirety of my backyard to my front yard and three houses down from me. One slab, one singular rock, the size of three land properties. Yeah, so it was, uh, needless to say, we needed a jackhammer a lot more than we needed a shovel. Yeah, and that's uh, that's no joke. That's everywhere here in the city. Right. And that's another reason why we don't have a subway system. Like, don't get me wrong. We could use a subway system. I would love a subway system in this city. Just another alternative for public transportation. Right. That'd be great. But, um... Because teleporters seem to take too long. Yeah. The yeah. other the other reason, before we get too far off that, the fact that it never rains here, and then it floods when it does rain, mm-hmm. the soil will dry and get wet and dry and wet and dry and wet and it expands and contracts so much right. and that that's it, how you get sinkholes right it's it's ridiculous i mean the foundation in our housing here has to be watered on a regular basis to keep it from moving essentially mm-hmm. the idea of anything under that foundation is just ridiculous yeah no like where where i'm living right now there's a whole bunch of cracks in the wall right like probably like maybe an inch wide just Crack, 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 crack. Because that's the house settling. That's the foundation moving. Oh, it's rough. And um, that's 
unfortunately something we deal with here. Like, all right, we get the occasional flood. We maybe get one tornado and a blue moon. But apart from that, we don't have natural disasters here. Right. We just have shitty soil. Right. <laughs> shitty soil and blistering heat. Right. Come to San Antonio. We welcome you. Um, but what I was about to say as far as sinkholes go, where, like I said, where I'm living right now, I'm living with my aunt. And um, the subdivision that's like right behind us, they've had multiple houses for sale. It was a brand new subdivision. Mm. So if somebody was living there, it was people that had just moved in. Right. And you may have heard of this a few years ago. Um, giant sinkhole. Oh, wow. Like, it took multiple houses. I would say six or seven houses. And that's just me thinking off the top of my head. It may have been even more. But it's just all that money lost. And you can't plan for a sinkhole. Right. I don't think that's even covered in homeowner's insurance. It's not. Yeah. It's not. It's like, does that count as an act of God? Because (laughs) if it do... We in trouble. Right. All right. So before we get too far away from the Florida topic, I have a challenge for you. Ooh, challenges. I love a challenge. So for those of you listening, this is probably not a new challenge anymore. No, by no means. We talked about this beforehand. It's a few months old, but it's new to us. Damn it. Right. So this is a super topical podcast. We keep up to the minute on the tones and the fads and the memes and everything. I spend money just so you, dear listener, have something to listen to and talk about. Right. I went to a party yesterday and I saw Godzilla. It was amazing. The 2000, the the 1998 release. (laughs) So we're going to do the Florida Man Challenge. Now, for those of you that don't know... What have you been up to? It's been like a month old already. But for those of you that still don't know, the Florida Man Challenge is very simple. You enter into Google and type the words Florida Man followed by your birthday. Or just whatever day you want to do. Right. You get this amazing result of a Florida Man story. Now, Florida Man is the superhero that we all deserve and need. The fictional superhero. And going into that, yeah, the... The name comes from just uh, headlines using not actual names, but just a person who lives in Florida. So it could be like... Typically a man. Sometimes it's a Florida woman. Yeah. But Uh, but for examples, it's like Florida man ran across state lines thinking that there were a bee chasing him and he was just hallucinating. Something like really obscure like that. So we're going to take a twist on this game. We've looked up each other's birthdays, and we're going to pitch each other these scenarios to see if we can guess what happens. So I'm going to give you clues. All right. And then I want you to try to connect the dots. All right. So this is the Florida Man incident on July 10th. July 10th. Yeah. If you get, let's do it, give you the answer like Jeopardy. So like. What is the title, or you just give me the title? So I'm trying to guess the title of the story. All right. Mm-hmm. So obviously it starts with the Florida man. If this involved alcohol. <laughs> okay. It also involved a car. A car theft? No. Okay. Just a car. Just a car. When asked afterwards, it was said that he smelled of booze and... He was feeling, quote, pretty good. 
All right, give me one more hint, and then we'll try to solve. He was trying to get out of it on a technicality. Florida man... I, I think I've heard this one before. Florida man was arrested for drinking and driving, says he wasn't because he was only drinking at stop signs. Yeah, I'll give it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give it to you. It's Florida man wasn't drinking while driving, just at stop signs. Boom. And later on, it goes, to, I'm not going to use his name, but later on it goes, this man uh, told investigators he wasn't drink he wasn't drinking while driving. Instead, he was downing bourbon only while stopping at traffic signals and stoplights. Well, that's how that works, right? Yeah. I mean, they, the end of the story is they let him go because they were like, oh, man, that's a good oh. point. He's not drinking and driving. Oh, my God, you're right. Oh, you know, Darn it. My mistake, sir. Go ahead. Got, a, got fr- us this time. You're free to go. Curse you, Florida man. It's like when they when they pull you over and they roll your tell you to roll your window down and they're like papers and you go scissors and you drive off. <laughs> it's fine. What's your name? Frida. Last name? Go man. You're free to you're free to go man. Oh, yeah. thank you. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. So so here's yours. All right. So December six. Okay. So clarification point. The December 6th Florida Man story is not funny. It's happy and sappy. So we're going with December 7th. Just just for the record, the December 6th Florida Man story was Florida Man who's been paralyzed walks for the first time on his wedding. So. Cute. Yeah. December 7th, Florida Man witnesses Japanese (laughs) attack on Pearl Harbor. (laughs) (laughs) No. So this Florida Man story involves obviously... An alligator. Okay. It involves a crime committed. Go on. And it involves a not quite successful escape. Okay. Florida man tries to escape riding alligator. Tries to escape from jail riding alligator. Okay, that was close, but not quite. Okay, give me a little bit more. I'll try again. He hadn't been arrested yet. (laughs) (laughs) Florida man tries escaping police custody via alligator. Almost, almost. Uh, So I'll I'll give it to you. Florida man killed by alligator while fleeing deputies. (laughs) So let me... me, uh, This is exactly a quote from the article here. Details, please. Investigators believe that the following events led up to the death of Florida Man. During the late evening, early morning hours of November 12th through the 13th, this man and his girlfriend that were going somewhere decided that they would rob a local house. Deputies were called upon scene while the crime was still being committed, and the man escaped through the back window. He dove into a nearby lake where his body was found in pieces two days later. When the body was dragged out of the lake, there was a large 11-foot alligator that was very (laughs) defensive about the body being removed. What? No! No, I didn't eat the body. (laughs) I didn't. Stop asking. Local fish and wildlife experts say that the bite marks on the man and the way he was drowned and torn in two fit the typical attack pattern of an alligator. All right, so I maybe had a nibble. That's he not wasn't the... using it. No. He was trying to get away. I did y'all a favor. 
I only eat small dogs. <laughs> I don't eat humans. Anymore. <laughs> Maybe on Saturday, though. Saturday's my cheat day. <laughs> the, the worst part about this is they had to tranquilize and then put the alligator down later. Aw. Yeah, I know, right? Why? Upstanding Florida citizen gets put down for eating lot upstanding Florida citizen. <laughs> that would have been my headline. Upstanding alligator gets shot. <laughs> so my father's Florida man story was pretty good, and I love this one. Florida woman arrested for attempted homicide shoots boyfriend for snoring. Baby, I love you, but if you ever snore to the point... <laughs> Where I ain't getting sleep. I understand. (laughs) I understand, Florida woman. (laughs) So, you want to hear some interesting thing? I would love to hear an interesting thing on this podcast of interesting things. Okay, here it goes. It's fascinating. Yeah. So, okay. So, get ready for some bull. Um, I really enjoy um, astrology. Okay. To the point where it's just fun to hear. Right. And um, both Carolyn and Jessica, who are in a band together called The Sunsets, I'm I'm helping out with management there. He's the manager. The manager. Anyways, self plugs aside, um, they're really into astrology. Right. And I just found out. Okay, Carolyn shaking her head vigorously. They're slightly into astrology. So I just or found astrology slightly into them. I mean, yeah. So I just found out that obviously I'm a Sagittarius. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm, my moon's also a Virgo and I'm a Leo rising. Interesting. Ask me what that means. What does that mean? I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I'm an O negative blood type. Oh, no. positive. I don't know. Wait, wait, one more time. What were the blood types? I'm either O negative or A positive. And the reason I'm one or the other is I remember both. One is super rare and one is my name, but extremely happy. <laughs> okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> Can you donate to anybody, but only the people with the same blood type donate to you? I don't think so. Then you are not O negative. Okay, then that's the super rare one. I'm the A positive. Yeah. I'm A negative. Ha. Huh. We're both A's. Yeah. Lamau. A. <laughs> I mean, that, that works into the ENTJ thing, too, because we're different subtypes. Right. But we're the same type. Um, so what's this I hear about Lego Movie spoilers? Are we finally past the uh, spoiler-free date? For, for Infinity War? No, yeah, we've been for, past that for a while. For, Le- for Lego Movie. Oh, no, no, no. This is not a Lego Movie spoiler. This is Lego movie set spoilers. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I misread our board completely. That's okay. So go on. I've I've had a theory for a while now saying that the best spoilers and the best way to get information about what a movie is going to be is to look at the corresponding Lego set. Outside of asking the director. Well, yeah, but they're not going to tell you anything and they might just straight up lie to you. Looking at you in game... No, we're not going to use a title that anyone's guessed before. Second guess was in game. Anyway, we're in the end game now. Right. Apparently, we can just straight up lie to people, but nonetheless, we don't lie to Lego. 
Now, Lego spoilers are often somewhat misleading, but they end up typically being true, just not in the way you think. And I'll give you a for instance. Okay. So the way Lego gets movie sets and the reason that they come out typically around the same time or shortly before or after the movie that they correspond to come out is because Lego, much like movie, has release dates for their series of sets. So the movie producing studio will go to Lego with concept art and a rough draft of the script. And they'll say, this is the story beats of the movie. These are some of the scenes and the action scenes. This is some of the concept art for the characters, etc. Do with that what you will. And so Lego doesn't necessarily have the whole story beat to the movie. Mm-hmm. But they'll have scenes from the movie that are acted out. And that's why sometimes the costuming is closer to like the comic book version than the actual movie version. Yeah. A good for instance of that is that the original appearance of the Falcon from the Marvel movies mm-hmm. was the original comic book version with giant red Falcon wings and a red suit that looked made him look almost Native American more than just, you know, Falcony. And then the second appearance during the Civil War movie was his more movie like appearance where it was like super technology more metallic yeah and And then he had like a robot bird on instead of an actual falcon on his back so a lot of people and the most recent in-game stuff has started really noticing this and i've seen a lot more of it online i've been saying this for a long time you heard it here me claim that i said it long before it happened and that i'm taking credit retroactively you know what same subject i discovered america nice awesome Congratulations, our if founding ta- father if, Manny. If we're taking just if we're if we're taking claim for something that is just like very vague idea, yeah, I'll do it. Okay, all right. So, in the Lego movie sets for Infinity War, they showed Thanos with a giant propeller in his hand. Mm-hmm. Now they use that propeller as a sword, but it's a propeller piece. Yeah, it's because, from the uh, Thanos chopper. Right, right, copter. For so the Lego Thanos figure is a big fig, which is like the same figure they use for Hulk or um, several of the other larger characters, and they used a giant sword in his hand. If you remember from Infinity War, there was no sword at any point in that movie, right? But in Endgame, they had him hold a double sided giant fan blade looking sword. Mm-hmm. That's because the concept art. For Thanos showed him holding that sword all the way back from the beginning and that's why he was holding it in the Lego set so you learn through things like that where it's like this came true but it just wasn't quite the way Lego got it uh, alright so slightly veering to another topic but still going in the whole realm of Thanos you're a bigger comic book guy than I am like, you calling me fat? Far superior comic book <laughs> knowledge. Um, what is that sword made out of? Because that just straight up ripped through Captain America's shield. It's made out of movie plot points. Mm. It's the strongest stuff that has lots of holes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, no, that's uh, canonically. I don't believe Thanos ever really used a sword. Now, I mean, 
there are times where he used a sword in comic books. Like, I'm not going to say they never did. But there's, it's not like Thor's hammer or Captain America's shield where there's, like, an iconic weapon that goes with him. Um, ex- with the exclusion of the Fanny Gauntlet, obviously. Obviously. But because he almost always had the Infinity Gauntlet, even way back in his early, early forms, he never really used a different kind of weapon. Yeah. Um, there are some issues where he doesn't have the Infinity Gauntlet and he has like a sword, but it doesn't look like that. The whole like propeller spinning blade thing, I don't really know where he got that from. I think that was a lot of loose things that they just added for the movie's sake. Mm-hmm. As far as why could work through Captain America's shield. There's no real reason for that. The only thing that actively would hurt Captain America's shield from a comic book perspective is because comic book Captain America's shield is vibranium. Now vibranium is the second strong the sorry, the strongest metal in the Marvel comic book world. It's slightly better than adamantium, which is why Wolverine's claws can't cut through Captain America's shield. Yeah. Although that does sometimes change depending on who's writing. There is another substance, which is also why uh, the fact that Black Panther's suit claws could scrape it because they are both adamantium. Right. Cancels each other out. Right. There is a substance called anti-vibranium, which comes from the... Uh, land inside the North or South Pole, I can't remember which, which is like a whole bunch of dinosaurs and stuff like survived sure. in this crater. It's where the space lizards live. Right, right. There, there's a name for it, and real comic book fans are going to get mad at me for this, but I can't honestly remember what it's called. But they have an anti-vibranium in there, and the way it's described in the comic books is because vibranium, as one, the name might imply, vibrates, and that's yeah. one of the reasons it's so solid. Because it vibrates faster than things can cut it. Anti-vibranium vibrates at the opposite frequency. And it breaks vibraniums down. So vibranium is like paper compared to anti-vibranium. Now anti-vibranium is not that strong of a metal. Any stronger than like adamantium or even really good steel for anything else. But it's like a specific metal designed to counteract vibranium. That's a lot of information. Right. <laughs> Don't even get me started on Uru metal. That's what uh, Thor's hammer is made out of. Mm-hmm. It's the hammer of a dying star. Right. Well, only in the movie. <laughs> no, movies are canon. Right. Forget years and years and years. Well, of they're comic not. Book. They're not not canon, and they're not canon. They're one of a series of multiverses. They're not not Nick canon. <laughs> they're they're not Earth six one six. They're the MCU Earth. Earth 759. No, that's uh, Ultimate Universe, I believe. No, Ultimate is 1055 or something. Earth 296. Mm. Earth 210. <laughs> the San Antonio Earth. It's my, my universe, dog. <laughs> our city, <laughs> our universe, <laughs> our club. We're going to save the homes. <laughs> Jump cut, new subject. Yeah! What the fuck is a Mario? <laughs> So, I will preface this by saying I'm not sure if these exist in real life. There is... He's an Italian plumber. (laughs) Mario. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's a Mario. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I know where you got that song and it makes it so much better. (laughs) God, I love peanut butter. Anyway, uh, so Mario's... (laughs) 
are the concept of if there's multiple sizes of Oreos, right? There's Oreo minis, there's Oreo thins, there's standard, there's double stuff, there's mega stuff, and now there's even the most stuff, which is like six times the stuffing of a single standard Oreo. So many stuffings. Or as the internet would refer to it, an Oreo. The the Morio concept. Oreo. The the Morio concept comes from a picture I saw online. And like I said, I'm not sure if this is true, but it would be awesome (coughs) if it was. So you know those little snack packs they gave you in kindergarten and first grade where like it's stick and cheese or like chocolate and icing. You peel it off and then you take the stick out and dip it in the icing and eat it. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Same mm -hmm. concept. Same concept, but with Oreos. So you open the standard pack, right? The middle section is full of the Oreo icing, and then there's two sleeves of just standard cookies on the outside. Mm -hmm. So if you want a little bit of icing and mostly cookie, you got that. If you want a lot of icing and you no cookie, then you've got that. If you want just cookie like your cousin for some reason, (laughs) then you have that option as well. And it gives you the control... To have as much Oreo or Morio as possible. So what I'm gathering is um, Oreo just got lazy. It's it's a build your own Oreo set. They got lazy. That's what it is. Build your old bullshit. No. They just got lazy. They didn't want to put everything through the machine anymore. <laughs> They're like, you know what? Just give them several strands of cookie and slab that white shit in the middle. Well, like they can I make said, their own damn cookie. I'll point out that I'm not sure this is a real thing. One guy. Just a picture I saw online. One guy in corporate decided like he was having a really bad day. He just went there full blown sarcastic in the meeting. He's like, oh, yeah, well, why don't we just let them make up their own cookies? They keep wanting more stuffing. Just give them the stuffing. Just and they give can, them all the damn stuffing. They can stuff it as stuffed as they'd like. And then somebody there on the board is like, yeah. That's a good idea. And then that guy that was pissed off got a raise. Right. (laughs) This is in the realm of if this is real. Yes, Carolyn. I have the answer. What's the answer? To whether they're real or not. 42. Yes, what is it? They're not real. Sad day. We've just been informed that Morios were in just an internet meme thing. Not real. Although we wish it was real, and Oreo Company, if by some miracle you ever listen to this podcast... You won't. Get on it. And also, make it to where it happened the same way that I said it happened. Right. Somebody be angry. I want you, dear Oreo executive listening to this right now, to go into that board meeting, nine out of five anger level, and just... Start yelling at them about letting the consumer make their own Oreo cookies. Right. And you, dear Oreo intern that happens to be in that meeting, say that's a good idea and make it happen. Look, we have... Whisper into Oreo CEO's ear and go, that's a good idea, sir. That's really good. You should do that. And then just fade away. Right. Look, we have like 10 to 11 listeners at this point. Odds are that two of them are Oreos, people. Now, gra- <laughs> odds are two of them are literal Oreos. <laughs> now, granted, those odds are slim to none, but there are odds mm-hmm. that two of those work for Oreo are on the executive level that would allow them to make this an idea. 
Right uh, now, this podcast is very exclusive. Right. So exclusive, I've given my mom the opportunity to listen to these. I've showed her how to listen to these, and she's like, no, it's too exclusive for me. I'm not going to listen to them. Correct. Good luck, son. <laughs> and then I went and asked my dad, hey, dad, have you listened to it? And he, he hasn't answered yet. Why hasn't he answered yet? I don't know. Beats <laughs> me. Maybe they don't get Wi-Fi in heaven. Mm. <laughs> or may, or maybe it's like so good a Wi-Fi that we can't pick it up yet. Mm-hmm. They got future Wi-Fi. Right. It's like nine G's at least. They're already listening to episode 59. It, it's like nine L's. It's mm-hmm. not even G's anymore. It's Q's. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like, tell me about your week. Oh, man, my week. Uh, my week was pretty good. It was all right. It was actually the first week of the summer semester at UTSA. And typically, if it's a regular-sized um, semester, mm-hmm. the first week is like, okay, it's the easiest. You know, you're just going over the syllabus. Nobody's really paying attention. You just got to show up so you don't get dropped. Right. Not with a summer class. I'm taking an online class and an in-class class. Oof. In-class, class, class, class. Yeah. So lo and behold, to my surprise, my face to face class, it starts at uh, six o'clock. Right. And it goes to seven fifteen. Oof. Yeah. But here's the kicker. OK. I get into class. It's actually seven fifty five. Oof. Yeah. So let me tell you that's this. That's a lot of class. Oh, it's, yeah. It's a lot, a lot of class. But that's because, you know, it is a summer semester. So there is a shortened amount. Of weeks, I think. At least it's not a May Master. Oh, fuck May Masters, man. Fuck that. Um, but here's the thing. We're going into class. We're sitting down. We go through the whole syllabus type deal. Mm-hmm. He's going on about this story that, you know, has a lot to show like, okay, this is what we're going to be doing in the class. We're going to go over a case study. Then we're going to talk about it. And then, you know, da 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 comes close to that 715 time it's like 705 i'm like okay this guy doesn't really look like he's slowing down wonder uh does he know when class ends <laughs> and lo and behold about a minute after that he's like all right let's take a two minute break and i'm like two minute break dude there's like five minutes left in the class <laughs> pull a two minute break and then he goes what time do we get out of here? 7.50. And then another student, 7.55. And I'm just like, son oh. of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, we had a little little break, went and got some water, and then went back into the whole thing. And so that's my Tuesday, Thursdays for the foreseeable future. Oof. Just that one class. And then um, the other class is Business Stats 2 with Computer. With a name like that, you know it's going to be fun. Oh, it's a blast. It's my second time taking that class. And uh, that was an unintentional rhyme. I'm Could, a poet. Couldn't even, uh, couldn't even get enough of that class the first time around. Mm-hmm. You just really wanted to take it one more time. Oh, yeah, definitely. I'm a poet. I didn't even realize it. Um, I thought it was that I didn't know it. So it was. <laughs> That's the joke. Welcome to the joke. Ah, okay. But um, now, as far as my business stats, too... <laughs> As far as my stats class, it's a, ah, I would be lost without Carolyn. She has helped me so much with that class already. Oh, with the class? I thought you spent life in general. 
Well, that too. I thought we were changing the subjects there. No, 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 not yet. No. Um, yeah, that class, she's helped me oh so much. Like, we're just doing review of the uh, first stats class. And it was like a different language to me. And I'm typically, I'm not against math. Because like I like science, <laughs> and you I'm need... okay with math as a friend, like just a friend. Right. Like I don't want to get intimate with math. Right. Carolyn gets intimate with math. Freaky. And so I'm like, Carolyn, teach me how to get intimate with math. I want to know what math is. And I want you to show me. And I want you to show me. So we spent all of uh, about good. Two, three hours, Saturday. That's some salmon out there while you're getting intimate with math. Mm-hmm. We spent that just going over the material. Just over and, and then, over the material. Yeah, then we had her cousin's birthday party. We went to that. We saw Godzilla. That was big fun. <laughs> and um, then after that, we started working on a homework, went over some more material. And then we went back to my place and we started working on the homework. It was like midnight. We'd gone through half of the... Uh, Half of the assignment, which, mind you, only 10 questions. And where we hit question number seven. That is, that is interrupting your story here. That is my least favorite part about any level of math. Okay, class, the homework only has five questions on it. The test only has three questions on it. It will take you three hours to solve one question, but the homework only has three questions on it. It has three questions, but there's 26 parts per question. Good right. luck. My my favorite was a Cal two three class. I don't remember which. Uh, the test. You was, do math better than me. Yeah, the test. Well, not much. I didn't pass the class. <laughs> the the test was ten questions mm-hmm. and ten pages long. Yeah. One page of written information per question. That math checks out. Yeah. <laughs> ten for ten. Yeah, it was rough. But uh, yeah, no. So we hit. Question number six. It was midnight. We're like, you know what? We'll we'll hit this up in the morning. And uh, I w- I was expecting to do this all day, right? Just record, and you know we're still probably gonna do this for a little bit more. But um, we went until got up maybe about nine thirty, ten o'clock, and then we went again until like noon. Man, that's some intense math. Late. We got it done. <laughs> <laughs> we got it done and only missed like two parts of one question. Nice. So it, it'll be a good grade. It's just like, oh, that's a lot. Yeah. And then, of course, it's not even a full, this class isn't even a full length summer semester. This is only a five week. Five, wow. Yeah. So guess what? Next chapter starts tomorrow. Fun. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, all right, babe, this is great. Can't wait. I love you. Thanks for all the help. See you tomorrow. (laughs) See you at this beautiful table. Same bat time, same bat channel. Right, right. And um, I I love the concept of summer and May master courses. It's like this is a hard concept to understand. You are paying an into an institution of higher learning large sums of money to teach you in depth at a consistent pace. A given topic, you know, whether that's math or literature or English or even a more focused field of study, it's a intense process. And that's why the, the, the work is a lot more. The course load is a lot more. You have to it, it's not like high school and down where it was 
here's the lesson, here's the homework, here's the test. Like, it's a lot more involved no matter what subject material is. But don't worry, we can cram all that into a week and call it a May Mester course and give you the exact same credit as if you were doing it over the course of a whole semester. Oh, and you know what? We're giving you that luxury, so we're going to charge you a little bit more for this one class. Right. Half the class, twice the product. We call it Apple. (laughs) (laughs) That and the fact that a summer semester, at least to my knowledge, I could be completely wrong, but it's not even covered by uh, financial aid. Oof. Like, I pay all my summer semesters out of pocket. Wow. Thank you, tax return. Nice. I could... I cannot afford to pay that summer semester without my tax return. And um, I will say this. This is one little credit I'll give to the current administration is I did see an incy-bincy bump in my return. So I'm like, ooh, I'm getting rich. Careful. That's political content. We are not a political podcast. No, we don't (laughs) do that by any means. We just give the appearance of a military political content. (laughs) Look, we support the people you support and hate the people you hate. Just know that whoever they are, whatever they are. The people that you love, I love tenfold, and the people you hate, they are the bane of my existence. And I'll stand by those words. (laughs) Don't don't take that seriously. (laughs) Uh, Just really briefly, because Lord knows this is not a political podcast, but it is slight content, so why not? We, you are a self-identifying libertarian. Yes. With conserv- Go hedgehogs. With conservative tendencies. Right. While I am also, I guess, libertarian to a certain extent, but I am more liberal tendencies. Nice. Which makes us back to this whole parallel of, hey, we're slim, similar, but slightly different. Right. And... I want to know who picked the animals. <laughs> like... I just want to know, you know? Who picked the animal? (laughs) Well, in what, son? Yeah. So, Republicans get an elephant. Yes. Democrats get an ass. Donkey, yes. Whatever. And Libertarians, I don't know if you know this, get a porcupine. Okay. And the Libertarian one... Kind of makes. I guess Green Party gets a tree, but I mean, you know, it is what it is. It's not. It's not a weed leaf. I don't really know what they get. I've never been a Green Party member, so it is what it is. Uh, well, I understand some of the concepts of the symbolism of each, but I want to know like where they sell on it. To me, the porcupine makes sense. Don't mess with me, and I'll leave you alone. That's the whole image of libertarian. Yeah, I I could be pulling this out of my ass completely, but I think the elephant for Republicans comes from like the elephant's depiction of being uh, knowledgeable and wise, while the donkey is like a working man's animal. So, you know, it's it's hardworking, it's industrial, which, you know, you could argue is like, all right, it's kind of switched nowadays. I mean, I would also argue that, like, the elephant is overbearing and forgetful and the donkey is stubborn and useless. So, I mean, it fits. Let's address the Republican in the room. (laughs) So, here's my question. 
Did they have to stick to realistic animals? Like, could they pick mythological animals? I think I know where you're going with this, and I'm fully on board to talk about this subject. Okay. Are you talking about the national animal of Ireland? Yes, that's exactly where I was going. Yeah? That's that's absolutely, yes, obviously. Oh, your faces tell me otherwise. (laughs) No, my logic was, did we have to pick a real animal... Could we pick something cooler? But if you're telling me that my second favorite country in the entire universe has a better animal as their national animal, then by all means, tell me that story. All right. Well, first off, right out of the bat, real quick Google search. Got the country wrong. Not Ireland. Scotland. And Scotland. I'm sorry. And oh, my God, they're going to lynch me. <laughs> they're going to lynch me so hard. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Irish people, I love you. I've been to that country. It's amazing. Scottish people, I want to wear a kilt every single day. The only right. reason why I don't is my girlfriend in National Society doesn't let me. Yeah, same. <laughs> but um, the national animal of Scotland is a unicorn. That's amazing. It is. Shut I'm, up. I'm not making that up. Look. I'm That's, showing. I'm showing. Oh, and my it's phone. a huge horn too. Hundred percent. That's like fifty percent horn. That is the official animal of Scotland. So I love my. Like tangent here, I love Scottish Twitter. Like that's that's a big hobby of mine. <laughs> Scottish people Twitter. Yeah, yeah, Scottish people Twitter is like the best Twitter. It's. I don't like Twitter. I I don't use Twitter. Hashtag follow set commander boys on Twitter. I love Scottish Twitter. Like that's the reason for me. Is Twitter is not a utter complete failure. It's learning a different language entirely, and it's amazing because just the culture over there is so vastly, amazingly different than ours, and it just entertains me to no end. For instance, and this is a real post that was on Scottish Twitter, and I don't remember the the police department that posted it, but it was a some local police department now here in the united states and texas you know we have police departments warning against don't drink and drive the you know don't do drugs and drive you know things of that nature that most mostly don't text and drive don't drink and drive those are the two big ones click it or ticket was a thing that happened around here a while back uh there was one the uh during christmas it was by far my favorite one it said the only person who'd be getting high while driving is rudolph this year uh, like I mean, it, it's solid. The, these guys put in the work to make the puns. In Scottish Twitter, one of the local police departments had to put up an issue that said, "Please stop getting in fist fights and murdering each other with one punch." <laughs> now that's now that's not how they worded it, obviously, but it was, "Hey, we've had serious issues where people have died from just one punch to the face." So before you get in that drunken brawl, please remember that, you know, you could be charged for murder for killing somebody with one punch. Like, to me, that is, like, One Punch Man is an anime, and it's hilarious. (laughs) One punch! Right, because it's hilarious because it's just the whole idea of a guy killing a person with one punch. Now you're telling me that Scottish people are just doing it on such a regular basis that they have to put out warnings like we do for texting and driving to not kill each other with your bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I love it. I it's just oh, I want to go there so bad. 
So speaking of Scottish Twitter, I'm, I'm looking at one of the posts right now. And this is of four months ago. <laughs> All right. I'm going to read it as I see it. Okay. Group of wee guys about 10 years old throwing bricks at the train. Good to see weens acting like weens, not an iPad in sight. <laughs> oh, man. Scottish not, Twitter. Not old OLD, A-U-L-D. Right, right. Of course. Uh, I, so anyway, that was a hell of a tangent. Right. Fantasy animals, national names. All right. So I'm more conservative leaning and you're more liberal leaning. So I'm going to pick the one for the Republicans. You pick the one for the Democrats, Go for even it. though we're not them. Right. All right. So here's, here's my thought processes. You know, we want things to be great again, right? Oh, that- <laughs> oh fuck. <laughs> This is episode three. This is the third time you said either fake news or make something great again. I want to point that out I like that joke. It's a good joke. Is it a joke? It's an absolute joke. I feel like it's not a joke. It's an absolute joke. Mm, It's fantastic. I don't know. I I love this joke. It's a great joke. (laughs) Solid joke. Best joke. (laughs) All other jokes are wrong. (laughs) I am the best joke teller of any joke teller to tell jokes ever. No other joke tellers know how to tell jokes. <laughs> Only me. Follow my tweets and my jokes. <laughs> so, that's that's the whole tagline, right? So Who are made, we imitating there? I don't know. I don't, yeah, just complete made that character up out of the blue. <laughs> that's not an imitation. <laughs> that's, that's an OG original character. I don't want Donald Duck to be president. <laughs> Oh, maybe I'll tell you that joke sometime in first your podcast. But all right, so the whole thing is getting getting back to our roots and getting back to where we came from. Right. So what mythical animal represents that? Frog. <laughs> so what mythical animal represents that the best? The phoenix. It rises from the ashes to its old glory, but born in a new form. Right. So it'd be perfect animal. Cool. Badass. Giant fire, red, right colors, rising from the ashes, coming back. Even when it's defeated, it comes back in its full glory. Perfect animal for Republicans. All right, Democrats, go. Godzilla. Okay. Fuck you, that's why. (laughs) Don't need any other reason. Giant fucking lizard. Nice. We're doing it. I'm going hard on the bombs today. Right, you really are. (laughs) This is a family show. It's not. Not by any means. Never once have we said that. Unless it was in sarcastic tones where I was going, family show. Family. Oh my God, it's a family show. <laughs> so, Godzilla, all right. So, yeah. libertarian, leave me alone. What is it? Mothra. What about like a Medusa? Leave me alone or I'll turn you to stone. Okay. She I, was I, hot. I get it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Snake lady, mm-hmm. like it could go with the whole "don't tread on me" thing, which is not technically a libertarian thing, just <laughs> a Texas thing. Please don't step on snake. Don't step on snake. Yeah, I mean, I'm on board with Medusa. I think we could have time to figure out something else, but you know, Medusa's good for now. I can live with a Medusa. That or like a why not a a rhino? But we're going with mythological animals. Rhino with three horns. <laughs> A triceratops? A trino. <laughs> I want fan art of a trino. Yeah. 
send it in to commandoboypodcast at gmail.com, please. <laughs> okay, describe to me Trino. Is it, right. is it straight up just a rhino with three horns? No, there's more to it than that. Okay. has two tails. All right. Can they be spiky tails? One can. Okay. The other one isn't. Right. That's the tail that you get if it likes you, the spiky tails that yeah. get... We'll call it the tails of judgment. Mm-hmm. That's right. exactly what it is. All right. All right. You have a tail that just has like a tiny little soft hand, and it just pats you if it <laughs> likes you. The other tail is just spiked like... Like a mace. Right. And if it don't lack you, it nice. whips and then. Nice. Okay. <laughs> so here, here's an important question. The three horns, right? Mm-hmm. Are they straight line? Are they like in a triangle shape? Is it triangle on top, triangle on bottom? Like what, what pattern on the face here? Okay. So the one horn stereotypical rhino horn right up on the front like, like above the way you would think the nose would be yeah 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 yeah. okay and then um i'm thinking long horn-esque for the other horns so, so like side of the head yeah it's not necessarily intended for offense right but defense so kind of like how a bull isn't necessarily going to attack you as a hunter but will give you the side of its horns for right. a um just like get off of me or, or like the whole logic here is like libertarians are kind of in the middle. And right. You got you know a, a phoenix on one side and Godzilla on the other. You need to horn De- both defense, away. defense, attack. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. I, I follow. I follow. Speaking of um, speaking speaking of <laughs> rhinos, then going to bulls. I also listened to the Rooster Teeth podcast um, last Shout week. Shout out to them. See you soon. Uh, and I discovered a new subreddit from them. Okay. It's called R the Bull Wins. So okay. Just the Bull Wins. All right. Now, based off of that title, what do you think it's about? I'm going to go with the bull versus insert thing here. And the end of the joke is always the bull wins. Pretty close. All right. So first off, let me preface it with this. This subreddit is pretty much not safe for life. Okay. So typically that just means it's gory. Okay. And it's exactly what it is. The bull always wins because it's videos and clips of bullfights with matadors or um, running of the bulls. Uh-huh. And just where the bull will always mess you up. Mm. You see people flying. I saw one guy that ooh, had a horn in. Not a good place. Talking about up, like, and through the mouth. (laughs) Yeah, this is a, like, bad. And it's one of those things like, oh, I'm never going to go back to this subreddit, but I'm I'm enthralled with it right now. Like, I'll give it a one-day visit. So. And that's all you need. In a very similar note, I found a website, and I don't know how long ago this was, so it may not be up anymore, but it was called No Capes. (laughs) Dot com. <laughs> uh, from uh, The Incredibles. Right. It literally was pictures of turbine engines. No. That people had been sucked no. through. No. And it's just like hamburger meat. Andrew, no. <laughs> it, I don't want that. <laughs> I, no. I, I like bulls better. 
but no, those like, are less graphic. Like there's one that was just a picture of like a turbine engine, and there's like a line. It says, "This is why you stand behind the line," and the turbine engine was like pink. Oh no! <laughs> Stop it! Yeah, it was full on meat grinder. It was gross. Stop talking about it. <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, that is not good by any means. I I don't want us talking about that ever again. <laughs> I I can't be more clear with that. <laughs> so okay, jumping back to mythical mythological animal. Why can't I speak today? Mythological animal. Whose idea was it for put me on the podcast? Carolyn's. Ugh. Anyway, mythological animals. <laughs> Did your high school have a animal mascot? Yeah. So yes and no. Okay. So, preface it, of course, this is the, you know, Manny talks about overseas experience part of the podcast. It's a lot um, of that part to the podcast. It's my life. There it's you go. now or never. And I ain't gonna live forever, baby. Um, I went to two high schools. Okay. And the first one was a mythological part. We were the saints. Mm. Mm-hmm. But strangely enough, all the imagery of the saints, it wasn't like the New Orleans Saints, where it's just a Florida Lee or just a holy man. They were angels. They were like drawings of angels. Interesting. And I'm like, that's not what a saint is. Right. At least not in, you know. Were uh, they at least cool looking angels? No. Or were they like little baby in diaper with the blonde hair angels? Kind of in the middle. Kind of look like a good... Romanian good, diaper with a blonde wig? Like good... <laughs> like think of a choir boy Calvin from Calvin and Hobbes. Interesting. Yeah, and that's... Wings or no wings? Wings. Hmm. Wings and a halo, but in a little boxing stance. So kind of like the... Uh, what's the college? that The Fighting Irish... Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. It's kind of like the Notre Dame logo, but an angel. Mm, less bad, Le- or less badass, like. Okay. okay. But so there was that, and then of course the other high school was the um the Royals, and those were just lions. Will never be Royals. No, you can call me Queen Bee. <laughs> Aru. But yeah, we were the Royals, and it's just lions, and they put crown, crown and crowns and yeah everything and we were actually considered the evil empire because all of our sports were so good interesting yeah i was like all right that's cool whatever <laughs> i get the star wars reference it's not good but i get it mm. yeah. i didn't know there was a star wars reference the evil empire to be fair there's a lot of evil empires mm. it's like a solid five all of history. I wouldn't have thought a sports team referencing thing would have been referencing Star Wars, but that's that's where I missed up. Well, and in all fairness, you wouldn't know it because I'm basing the nickname from like the shirts that everybody in the athletic department had, mm-hmm. which just had all of our championships from the various sports in the font of the text scrolling from Star Wars ah. with the evil empire in that original Star Wars yellow font up on top. Because that's not copyrighted at all. Nah, it's parody. <laughs> but what about you? Does your uh, high school have a mythological creature? Well, I should preface this with, and I don't know if I've said preface. it in a previous, I don't know if I said this in a previous podcast, and I'm not sure if this is a... 
hey, this is why I can't speak well. Uh, I don't do words good. Uh, I was homeschooled. So I had the wonderful opportunity to pick my own mascot. (laughs) And we were the phoenixes. You like phoenixes. I do like phoenixes. Phoenix eye. Phoenixes. If you like phoenixes. Phoenixes. (laughs) I'm just stuck on the plurality of the word. If you like phoenixes, oh boy, do I have a uh, city in Arizona for you. (laughs) (laughs) And then my college that i went to which was latrine university humble brand we were the yellow jackets mm. and <laughs> not the bee nope they weren't badass enough to be the bees or the wasps y'all just literally had yellow jackets as a mascot well the logic there was we're tough and intimidating until you step on us <laughs> <laughs> you're tough and intimidating until someone brings out our folded reader's digest <laughs> And then we fall apart. Do you remember... Well, first off, do you ever see the B-movie? Yes. I've not only seen the B-movie, I've seen the B-movie, but every time he says B, it gets faster. I've seen the B-movie, but every time he says B, it plays Shrek. (laughs) I've seen the B-movie, but every time... Insert every single meme here. Alright. So, I don't know this. Off the top of my head, I'll have to look it up. And so maybe you can banter by the time... Do you remember the count of pages that it took to squash a bee in the movie? Like, remember how they had it down to a science? It's like, yeah. oh, it takes blah, 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 amount of pages. How many pages? Not only do I not remember that information, I don't even remember that scene. Like, I, I believe you that it's in there. And it's just one of those things that was like, I know the joke scenes from it so much that I've forgotten all about the actual scenes of the movie. Uh, I remember the court case. I remember the whole universe dying until bees came back, despite the fact that they're an invasive species and not good for the environment. You remember the fully grown adult human woman falling in love with a bee? Even though she was in a committed relationship with the voice actor for... Yeah, it sounded like a bee that's talking about this. It's, fine. Yeah. it's a bee. It's fine. It's, it, it's, it's weird. Yeah, that's... <laughs> That hey, whole movie it, is weird. Hey, how's it going? I'm Lemony Snicket. Uh, <laughs> going to uh, talk about the uh, Bordelaire children. <laughs> Let him know it's uh, Count Olaf and uh, doesn't he's not a very good guy. He's part of VFW, but still, it's spoilers. <laughs> I've rattled off that much only because Carolyn's been watching the uh, series on Netflix and she really enjoys it. Well, I hope it's better than the movie that came out. Oh, I, I will tell you this significantly better. Like, I saw the first season on my own accord, mm-hmm. and I've seen the movie. So much better. And quite frankly, um, non-Jim Carrey Count Olaf is amazing. Interesting. Because like Carolyn said earlier in the week when we were talking about it, that was just Jim Carrey in a, uh, in a, in a costume. Right. That wasn't actually Count Olaf. Right. So but Neil Patrick I, Harris is a much better kind of yeah, 100%. Fair enough. Well, I mean, we all know Jim Carrey is a fantastic actor. That's why we're really all going to rush out and see the new Sonic movie. Jim Kurgy. It's <laughs> a callback to episode one. I don't remember if I edited that out of episode you one. You didn't. Okay, good. <laughs> You're welcome, audience. 
so unfortunately, Google has failed me, and I can't find the amount of pages to kill a bee. Sad day. It's a very sad day. So, back to Jim Carrey and rhinos. The whole time you were describing that three-horn rhino, mm-hmm. which, by the way, what's the name of that? Trino. A trino. There you go. Come on. I, it's I, that j- easy. Yeah, there you go. I was picturing the scene from Ace Ventura. <laughs> Yeah, where, yeah, yeah. Where he's like, oh, the rhino's going to give birth. And it's just like... <laughs> so, episode 500 of this podcast, right? <laughs> we need we need funds. I want a giant mechanical rhino that we can ride around in. Mm-hmm. Let's make it happen. Yeah. Make We're it throwing happen. it out into the universe now. Right. Once again, we've gotten our chakras in line. <laughs> episode 500, we're getting a mechanical rhino. Mechanical rhino. That'll be the name of the episode. That's no, how you know. better yet, mechanical trino. There you go. We'll take it to a, I guess, libertarian rally and be like, <laughs> hey, so that por- por- porcupine thing? Nah, forget that. Trino's where it's at. <laughs> Have you heard of our savior, trino? <laughs> uh no, yeah, that's a weird scene in that movie. That whole movie is weird. The whole every scene in that movie is weird. The fact that the only car that had the keys in it was the giant monster truck parked uh-huh. out in the jungle. <laughs> yeah, they don't make movies like that anymore, and for good reasons. But yeah, you're right. They just they just don't make movies <laughs> like that anymore. But that was by far the best interrogation tactic. When, like, he has a guy <laughs> wrapped up in the chair, and he has the fork and knife in the plate. He's just squeaking it, squeaking the plate with the utensils. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, that'll get anybody to crack. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Oh. No, um, CIA does that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It, that and the way they take their eye and they go, Stop, stop. My brother used to do that to me as a kid. Ah, good movie good movie well do you want to wrap this up you want to get out of here yeah that seems like a good place to end it (laughs) yeah so thank you for tuning in to episode three of the commander boys podcast um it's been a whole lot of fun it's a bit longer than what we anticipated hopefully with a little bit of edits it'll be fine um as always you can um talk to us via Twitter, Instagram, or Facebook with at Commander Boys. That is the at symbols, then C-O-M-M-A-N-D-E-R-B-O-Y-S. And some good news. In addition to being on SoundCloud like we are, we are now on Stitcher and Spotify. Whoop, whoop. I can't tell you how excited it is for me to be on both platforms. Right. We're still trying to get on iTunes uh, but for whatever reason, like they haven't gotten back to us. Right. iTunes is extremely difficult to get on. Apparently. Apparently. I don't know. I always thought it was the other way around. I thought they were pretty easy and Spotify was the difficult one. But I mean, we got on Spotify just fine. Like, I mean, within to be the matter fair, we're minutes. still in the 10 day window that they gave us to, quote, evaluate our content, end quote. Well, they need to evaluate a little bit faster. I mean, we only had two episodes at that point. I don't know what there is to evaluate. That being said, one was a trailer. Yeah, and one, one was a trailer. A one minute trailer. But um, a lot of content to evaluate. Mm-hmm. Gotta see if it's brand safe. But yeah, so at Commander Boys. On all the social medias, 
now Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify. All and the if, S's. Right. And if you have anything that you want to tell us as far as, you know, how we're doing the show, um, any constructive or not so constructive criticisms, uh, you can send us an email at commanderboyspodcast at gmail.com. And we will delete it appropriately. (laughs) Right. We'll read the headline, see like, hmm, maybe we want to read this, and then we won't read this, and then we'll probably delete it. Just kidding. No. Um, I'm going to try to read everything that we ever get, and that's uh, hopefully not going to bite me in the ass in the future. (laughs) I will try to make sure he reads everything we ever get. (laughs) Please don't send me 100 emails just saying, hi, how's it going? (laughs) Hey, how's it going? Well, um, you didn't re- commit to responding to everything, just reading it. Right. There you go. They will never know if I read it. Right. But I'll tell them I read it. Right. Anyways, that's it. Thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. My I'm Andrew. And I'm Manny. And this is the Commander Boy Podcast. See y'all later. Yeah.